0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Javon Joseph, the truth behind it all, where we talk about any and everything. There are no limits. Uh... Yes. I am so excited to dive into this. Uh, We're kind of just going to get right into it because I kind of left you guys hanging um, last week when I was kind of on topic with this and then I kind of got distracted when um, my two friends called. So we're going to jump right into this and we're going to get right to the nitty gritty when it comes to my marriage and why it failed and Um, the experiences, at least in some to some extent that I went through and so forth. So um, let's not wait around. Let's fucking dive right into it. I didn't mean to leave you guys hanging last week, but thanks for all of you who have tuned in for this week. Y'all just really some nosy motherfuckers who just want to find out some tea. But it's all good because I'm here to give it to you. Let's get into it. All right, so... As I was saying, uh, I had lived in uh, L.A., and my ex-husband was living there at the time. We had literally just became friends for, like, maybe a year or two. Legit never messed around. He had stayed over. I didn't stay over because he was living with somebody. But um, he had stayed over. Legit never messed around. And it was just, like, good times. platonic friendship shit. Long story short, 2018, I left Los Angeles, and I moved back in with my mom. And, um, this is, this is tea that don't nobody know. So I moved back in with my mom and, um, pretty much in December, I started talking to him and in January, I went to go see him. It was like January 6th. I went to go see him or January 4th, something like that. And. For a whole month, from December up until that date, literally I would talk to him all day, every day. Like, I was like, wow, somebody actually fucking cares for me. Somebody wants to, like, get to know me and stuff. And he had randomly sent me a text, like, out the blue, talking about, hey, I've been praying for you. I hope all is well and stuff. So my gullible ass was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this boy that I've had a crush on is finally messaging me, like, on some, like, Take it there, shit. So, like, oh, my God. Take a sip to that. And I had confessed to him up and, like, before even flying out there. Like, bro, I'm fucking dating you because I have a a goal. Like, I'm 26 and my daughter, what, she was eight at that time. I'm 26 and my daughter's eight. Like, I'm looking for a family. I'm looking for a companion. I'm looking for a better half type shit. So basically, I believed what he was saying. And long story short, um, I went to, I flew out there January 4th. He spent New Year's with his ex on New Year's Day, obviously, January 1st. And that was the first red flag for me. Red flag number one. Before I even flew out to See him, I already had red flags. My dumbass, all oh, the tickets paid for, like, you haven't been to Texas in a long time, like, go. So I go on the trip. Mind you, he lied to me. Like, I had asked him, hey, were you out with your ex last night, kind of thing? And he said no. So then I screenshot, because Javon's always gonna have the receipts. If Javon's asking the questions, Javon's gonna have the receipts. So I screenshot the res- the, the picture of his ex and him. And whoever else they were with, taking shots in the club, talking about cheers to the new year. So that was red flag number one. My dumbass still went. And um, like I said, it was like January 4th, January 5th. We took a trip from Dallas. I flew into Dallas. We drove to Houston. From Houston, we drove to Austin. And basically that week, it was like Monday to Thursday. It was like, oh my gosh, I actually have somebody I'm having sex with consistently. I'm getting it three times a day. Like, he's telling me all these things. Like, what have I been waiting for? Like, what have I been missing out on? Like, this is what this is what I've wanted, pretty much. And basically on January 9th, 2019, we got married. We got married... One month into dating, long distance dating, four days after we connected, like I was physically with him. Four days after is when we got married. And a lot of people don't know that about the situation. They think we were all in love. And and I was very much in love at the time and obviously like head over heels and wanted something like that to work. Um. It just the red flags were there, boy. The red flags were there. So we got married. Everything was great. We were talking about, oh, how are we gonna tell our family? What are we gonna do? We legit went to the courthouse. I paid extra to get married sooner. Cause like there was like a waiting time, like to make sure that we legit wanted to get married or something. And I paid extra. I was like, no, like let's make it happen. I want this nigga. Like he's gonna be my husband. We got married in the courthouse, in a sweatsuit, and some uh, Ferragamo slides, okay, an Adidas track suit, and some Ferragamo slides, and so, for me, and what I had visioned in my life, and my marriage, and all of that, that wasn't necessarily the route that I wanted to take, but that was the route that I was definitely willing to go for somebody that I cared for and loved, like, Let's go ahead. Let's fucking get this nip it in the butt. Let's do this. Let's fucking rock. It's you and me and me and you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, so my birthday is January 21st. We got married January 9th. Me and my best friend Gabby were going to Tokyo and China for my um, birthday. For my 27th birthday. While I'm in China... Some more red flags, but kind of like I'm married, so like this is my husband like maybe the long distance you're in another fucking continent. maybe it's fucking with your head kind of thing. I was insecure. I was like, huh, he's not responding quick enough like stuff just wasn't wasn't what I would have expected from <laughs> somebody that I just married so. Tokyo happens and I get back and then I'm like, okay, my husband's still in Texas. He lives in Texas with his grandfather because his grandfather's sick. So he's taking care of his grandfather. I'm living in SAC with my mom. I'm like, okay, I got to go get my husband. Like I'm not going to have a long distance marriage or whatever. So I go and I get my husband or I fly to Texas again. And while I'm out in Texas, um, he's at work one of these days and I'm going to Texas cause I'm like, nigga, we're going to the social security office. We're going to change our names. Like you're going to become my nigga. Like it's time to make this official. Like we're married. Let's do this. Uh, he was at work one day and I don't know what it was, but something just kept telling me like, check his watch, check his watch, check his watch. And, um, Somehow, some way, I cracked the code to his Apple Watch. And <laughs> you guys, when I tell you the same text message that he sent me back in December talking about, I'm praying for you, I hope all is well and stuff, he sent to at least five or six other niggas. So it was it was a mass text. And so when I saw that, my world my world crashed. Like, my heart kind of like... It, it hurt when I saw that. Cause I was like, wow. Like, cause I, I'm all about self love. And I thought that somebody was in it and was really legit reaching out to me specifically only for me. And that wasn't the case. So when I saw that it, w- it was, it hurt my feelings. And then when I brought it up to him, his reaction, just, it was fucked up. Like he just didn't care. It, he didn't care to the point where that night, he was still. He was in the bathroom, in the shower for a long time, masturbating to porn. Like, bef- this we're we're freshly married and stuff, and this nigga, We just had our first argument. and He's in the bathroom, jacking off to porn. So honestly, I just knew that it was um, it was a bad choice of mine to have gotten married so soon. However, at that time in my life, I was like, well, I've already told my mom and it's already on paper. So I got to make it work. I have to make this fucking marriage work. So we changed our names. Mind you, while we were walking into the social security office to change our names, we're having an argument. I don't remember or recall what the argument was about, but I remember us saying, like, why are we going to go in here and change each other's names and we can't even get along? Like, something along those lines. Again, you guys, these are, these are just red flags. Red flag, red flag. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and I'm just not... I'm just going with them. So my mom already... Basically, we changed our names. And he was going to be moving in with me and my mom. He was going to be up and leaving everything he had in Texas. And he was going to be making that move to go be with me and my mom in Sacramento. And we were going to start our lives. Well, we did. This is what happened. We did start our lives. We packed up his shit, got in the car, drove 13 hours or 23 hours. I don't remember because we were always driving. But it was a long fucking drive from Dallas. I think it was two days. A long drive from Dallas to Texas, and um, mind you, during this time, I have shut off Daddy Cream. Daddy Cream is no longer, Daddy Cream has made the official announcement to the world that he has retired, that he is no longer going to be in the adult film industry type shit. Like, that was dead because I was married, and that... I didn't want my partner, my fucking husband to feel insecure. Like, okay, this is it. Like, and my fans supported every, every, all, all, fuck. My fans supported all of that. Like they were so excited that I finally met somebody and was finally settling down. And the, the amount of support was overwhelming. And I was head over heels that I was receiving that much support from my fans who mostly, you know, wanted to, or have fucked with me basically based on my adult film career. So when I was getting that support and feedback from them, I was like, yo, like, baby, we finna rock this out. Like, you my husband. Like, the world loves us. And he was just, like, not really, like... I just never really got that excitement from him. Like, oh, yes, you're my baby. You're my husband and stuff. So, um... Long story short, because this is going on long. Um, From January until June, his birthday's in June. So I probably, up until May, Daddy Cream, OnlyFans, all of that was non-existent. It didn't happen. And then uh, his birthday was coming up in June. And I was like, we got to do something big. Like, you're going to be 25. Like, I got to do something for you. And I don't necessarily have the funds that, are needed to make your 25th birthday memorable. So um our whole first 6 months of marriage it wasn't easy obviously like it wasn't I wasn't expecting it to be but I'm such a chill person that life can really be simple. Like I wake up and I'm a happy person. So it doesn't have to be as difficult as I feel like times were but during those 6 months I would ask him My husband questions like, hey, did you maybe have sex with so and so or what's your past relationship with this person? Just so I have a clear understanding, because me and that person that he might have had sexual relations with or something like might have had a friendship or might have had history ourselves or something. So I'm just trying to, like, really nip this in the butt and have an understanding of who my husband is. And basically for the whole first six months, he wasn't really, he was very vague. He wasn't clear. Um, during that time for our trust reasons, we had each other's passwords and stuff because it made each other feel more secure for whatever reason at that time. And, um, I would just see things. He was still messaging his exes or he would still have his exes in his search bars or something. And I would ask him, like, why are you doing that? And he never really had a, a good explanation. It was always flipped on to me as to like, oh, well, why are you looking at that? Or that doesn't matter. Or, I'm with you now or like whatever the case may be. And like, you're right. That doesn't matter now. And you are with me. But I'm asking so I can have a better understanding. I need clear understanding because if you don't give it to me I'm gonna my mind's gonna wander and that really was a big thing with he and I is I just never got straight up answers like bro keep it real with me like say what it is but he was always and like I said from New year's when I asked him about it and he denied it like about hanging out with his ex it's, it was just something like it's a characteristic of his he doesn't know how to necessarily tell the truth so it was a, a problem obviously so long story another long story short we get to um I take him to Costa Rica. Me and my best friend Gabby, we took him to Costa Rica for his birthday. A whole week, everything paid for. Oh, because he and I he and I did an OnlyFans to to make this money. So I did end up resurrecting Daddy Cream and it was with my husband and we did make a good amount of money and I was able to uh take him to Costa Rica for his birthday, 25th birthday, everything paid for. Airbnb, excursions, uh, rental car, you name it. We had him covered. We got in a fucking fist fight in Costa Rica, you guys. Like, we legit were fighting in Costa Rica. I didn't even get laid in Costa Rica. I got no ass in Costa Rica. And I paid for this nigga's trip. Like, when I tell you I was. So that was basically you guys moral of the story is I I was clocked out. Six months into my marriage, I wanted out. I wanted to get a divorce. I wanted him to get out of my mom's house. I did not want to fight for my marriage because once you put hands on somebody, it's that's done. I don't like that shit. That shit doesn't turn me on. It's not gonna make me want somebody more or something. It's gonna make me like, this is red flagged, like I don't even know what number, but it was it was really bad. And my best friend told me, like, she saw it in my eyes, the rage. And and I don't like to get like that. And there's only two people in this world that get me like that, and it was him and it's my baby mama. If it's not nobody, else, if it's not them two, you can't get me mad. And, and I don't like, especially with my husband, I didn't want that side. I didn't like the person that he was bringing out of me. I hated the person that I was becoming based on, trying to satisfy him, and he was still disrespecting mm. what we had. So it was a mental fuck-up, I'll tell you. <sighs> I'm just gathering my thoughts, but um, basically, I didn't kick him out of my mom's house because she basically said, we got to make this work. My mom was trying to be our backbone and trying to say, hey, you guys got to make this work. And my sister was pregnant at the time with her first baby and her baby shower was literally like a week or two after we got back from Costa Rica. And like everybody, my side of the family was anticipating on meeting my husband, at least the ones who weren't able to be at my little wedding reception that I had back in February at my mom's house. And so like my Auntie Kim was going to meet him, my sister, my brother-in-law, like, So my mom basically said, like, hey, you know, work this out. Things happen. Like, give him another chance. Like, everybody's supposed to be meeting him and so forth. So I was like, okay. Like, you're right, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Like, let me go ahead and give this man who I already know my soul is telling me it's bad. Let me give him a chance. So it just never got better, you guys. It never got better. It should have never happened. I'm not going to get into all, like, I can go on and on, literally have two pages about this, but long story short, I should have never been married. A lot of people think that we were in love and that it was something that was built and all of this. And I was madly in love. I loved him. I still love him. I still, I never got married to get a divorce. I'll let the world know this right now, like. Right now, if I could still have my husband, I would. And I probably could still have him, as the nigger still texts me, but that's not what I want. Excuse me. As my husband, I... There's a lot of personal self-growth that he needs to go through on his own, and he needs to realize a lot on his own, and I'm on a whole nother wave, and the waves that they just weren't, they weren't colliding the way that they needed to be. I'll always love him. Um, he'll always love me, I'm sure, but... Oh. It's just what my best friend's calling now, but that subject's over, so um, I'll call her later on the dating subject. Um but yeah so basically in october of our first year of marriage i had stepped out again i'm being honest and open and true to myself and to the world i don't want the world thinking that i was this perfect person or something so oh we bought a house in aug in august so we moved from my mom's house so that happened in june we moved from my mom's house in august to arizona got a house And in October, nothing ever really got better. It was still shit, a shithole. But this is my husband. We're going to make it work. So in October, I stepped out of my marriage. um, And I had sex for money. And um, basically, he found out because he cracked the code to my laptop and was in my laptop text messages and saw that I had hooked up with somebody who paid me. And I was trying to validate me basically not stepping out of my marriage, but letting him know, like, hey, I needed the money. Like, I wasn't out here having an affair with you. I legit was just fucking a client type thing. And basically, that kind of like, I saw a change in him after that. And respectfully, so um, things just never got better after that. And I just, like I said, I was mentally clocked out. But he was still my husband and I was still trying to make it work. But and I would tell him, like, this isn't working. Like, what do we have to do to make it work or how can we get on the same page and stuff? And it just it never got there. We never could make it work. And so um, the following summer we had stepped out or he had went to Texas and we were legit on a break. Like he moved out of the house and um, I went to Atlanta. I took a boy on a date. And then, um, my ex-husband ended up, I text, I was texting him while I was out in Atlanta and then he ended up flying to Detroit to meet me. Cause I was going to Detroit and we ended up just rekindling in Detroit. And that was really something that shouldn't have happened. I should have never rekindled my relationship with him at that point. But I was like, this is my fucking husband. Like, despite everything that's gone on, like, We're here now. You've done what you've done. I've done what I've done. Let's get together. Let's get on the same page. Let's talk about it. Let me tell you that I took this boy out in Atlanta. Let me tell you all the things that I've done for the last month that you've been out of this house. And basically, I didn't get the same respect. He was basically saying, he's goody-goody. I ain't have nothing to worry about. whoop whoop So I was like, okay, like, let me trust what he's telling me. I don't know why, but let me trust what he's telling me. So he flew back to Texas, and I told him, like, get your shit. You're going to come back with me to Arizona. You're going to move back in the house. So he moved back in the house. Oh, actually, no. While he's, while he's moving back, literally while he is driving back, this nigga tweeted me, publicly tweets me so the whole world can see. And it's a screenshot of what my husband at the time was messaging him, talking about, can I get some booty? Talking about, can I get some booty to this guy after me and you have just confessed everything to each other? We've just said we're on the same slate. We're going to make this work. Like, I love you and you love me. You're messaging this guy right before you come home for good, trying to fuck one last time. And he publicly ats me with the screenshot. So that was very, 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 very embarrassing. And I love the man. I still wanted him to come home. Like, it was still one of those things like, you were on your way home. I can't tell you no because, like, my heart is yearning for you, even though my heart is hurting and what you just did. It's like, come home to me because I'll feel better knowing that you're with me, kind of thing. Um, it hurt. It hurt bad. And it was one of those things like love will make you do some crazy things. And I opened my front door with open arms like you didn't do it you wanted to, but you didn't, you were willing, but you didn't. So come on, because I love you and you're my husband. You have this relationship with my family. Like I need you. And um, it just didn't work out. So basically that was August of last year. And we ended up filing for divorce in December. Um the divorce was mutually agreed upon. We just knew it was never going to get better. Um no matter how hard we tried or wanted it to. My birthday was coming up in January, which after all this we still went our, on our family vacation to Disney World. We still brought my daughter there for Christmas and stuff. So like we were still like a family. Like that was still my nigga. We were still trying to make it work. All Social media had no idea all of this was going on, by the way. Like, I've never, excuse me, I've never openly expressed this to social media, so I'm glad I'm not, if I was, like, at with a friend right now or something, I'd probably be crying, but I'm not so emotional right now, and I think that's good. I'm, I'm proud of myself because my growth and my healing, I'm still healing you guys. Like, again, I never got married to get a divorce. Um, and it bothers me that I'm divorced because now I'm thinking about this whole dating thing and I don't even have the energy to date or if I were to date, like, is my trust fucked up? Like, can I legit trust the person? is someone going to want to love me for me? Like this people are intimidated by the whole daddy cream thing. And I'm letting the world know the daddy cream shit is it it can go away. Like that's not, that's a part of who I am, but it's not who I want to be long term. Like when I'm fucking 60, 70 years, actually, as a matter of fact, I'm always going to be daddy cream. Like that's always going to be there. But at some point, like I'm not gonna be 35 with my dick and my ass all on my social media. It's just not gonna happen. So if someone is mature enough and old enough and want to go on a journey with me, want to be open and honest with me and wanna actually um have a life with me, like it's not hard. It can be very easy. I'm a loving, kind-hearted, genuine, giving, like Person. All I want is to love and be loved. Like, my daughter's 11 years old now. Like, I can't just bring anybody around. Like, they have to have some type of stability. They have to bring something, bring value into my life. I don't want somebody just to have somebody. Like, I don't want somebody. I want somebody that can do for me what I can't do for myself. And that's a lot of the emotional stuff. Like, I want to be able to break and have somebody to break down on and fall back on and like them uplift me and let me know that it's okay to break sometimes because I'm not there I never break I never show my emotions I'm always so introverted and well I do show my emotions when it comes to like me caring for somebody or something but I'm very introverted when it comes to protecting myself and my feelings and who I let in and and after like my last Like, my marriage, you guys, it really, like, fucked me up because I legit got married to somebody who thought that I didn't realize why I was getting married, if that makes sense. Like, like he didn't realize that the step that I took to make sure that he was good or make sure that we were good. And those steps that I took were never appreciated and so undervalued and just a slap in my face. And <clears throat> I know I'm not perfect, but I know what I bring to the table and I know what I provide. And one day it'll 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 be appreciated by the right person. And I'm in no rush for that. I'm not looking for that. I'm I'm not actively dating. No one's text messaging me like I legit since my marriage or my divorce I've probably talked to one person and it's been on a friendship level and we have messed around and you know who you are and you're a great person and you're a great soul Um, I'm just not there mentally or emotionally with that person and And that's okay because I'm going through my healing and I'm so appreciative that that person is willing to want to be there for me. But right now I just don't even want that because maybe it's not from somebody that I want it to be from or something. But when you go through a divorce or a breakup, it's it's traumatizing, it's hurtful, it's sad. And... We are now in September, I've mentally been clocked out and we filed for divorce nine months ago, but it still hurts. And the divorce was officially finalized in June for those of you who are wondering, June of 2021, the divorce was finalized. I was at Disneyland with my daughter when it happened. I was on the call with the judge and he finalized it. So um, the divorce is done. But I'm still healing. I'm still going through this. I still, I don't know why, like, it's probably the truly, but right now I'm not really, at this moment in time, sad about it. But if I were to read text messages, you know, and, and maybe I will, just so you guys know where where I'm at. And and this is is personal, but August 21st from my ex-husband, I love you, I miss you, and wherever you are in life, I hope you're in a safe place. So it hurts to see that or to receive something like that because it's like, wow, my heart wants to see the potential in you. My heart wants to see that good side of you and wants to believe that you're really, truly missing me and that you love me. But after all that you've shown and done to me it's kind of like love you and miss you too but from a distance like and and that hurts it hurts when you have to love somebody from a distance and i'm still hurt and i don't want to go into my next situation still hurt so if my next future somebody is watching this like just love on me know that I'm open and honest and you can come to me and talk to me about anything. Cause I want to come to you and talk to you about anything. That's what a relationship should be. I should be able to trust the person that I'm laying next to at night. I should be able to trust the person that is taking my daughter to school and so forth. And, um, yeah. I am, I have such a, high faith that I know I'm going to be loved one day the right way. So until then, I'm focused on myself and I'm focused on the paper. I'm focused on trying to build the best relationship that I can have with my daughter, focused on raising her the best way to not have her in these streets with these fuck boys and so forth. So um, I feel like there's a lot that I didn't really talk to Let's touch on. No, well, I really didn't, uh, I talked a lot about it. Um, but yeah, um, my marriage basically, it was a, a hard time in my life. It's over, it's time to move on, it's time to look to the next thing, it's time to, I don't know if I'd ever get married again. I get quite. I get asked that often and obviously like, I would love to have a companion and to have a partner. Uh and um take it there but i'm just not sure that the title of a marriage is necessary for me for my next serious relationship it's not something that i need in order to validate my relationship so um I am open to it, but I it would have to like it would it be four days after knowing somebody? Like I legit would make sure that I introduce them to my family, to my friends. We've gone on trips. Like I would legit actually make sure that I know the person before making such a huge decision that's gonna ultimately hang over my head for the rest of my life. So um, that is that as far as my marriage. um, Bad timing, wrong person, whatever the case may be. It happened. It was a great experience. It was a learning experience. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Me and him had some phenomenal times. It was it wasn't all bad times, you guys. We had great memories. Like I'll always love him. I'll always love some of the times and laughs and great times that we had because there were definitely good times. And I think that's, you know, wrong person, wrong time, or whatever the case may be. But as long as you learn something from it, there's no bad blood between you guys. Like you should be able to move on with grace and gratitude and know that you put your all into something that ultimately just wasn't meant to be. So uh, the hopes for my future are, are, are unsure. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to get to you guys now. I'm just trying to focus on my career. I want to, To really just focus on my daughter right now. She's going through a lot of puberty changes right now. She's at the puberty phase. So, you know, the mental changes and the physical changes and emotional breakdowns and all of that. So uh, my focus is her and being around full time and, you know, in a physical capacity. So I'm just, uh, uh, that's, that's what I'm working towards. And... Uh, Just a daily reminder to you guys to look yourselves in the mirror. Remind yourself that you are a badass bitch. Look how far you've come. Look at where you are. Look at where you used to be. Look at where you want to go and continue to to grow on that. But uh, you got to love yourself in the process. I appreciate everyone for tuning in today to Javon Joseph, the truth behind it all and um, I'm glad I was able to open up and get into detail about some specifics and so forth when it came to that part of my life. So now we move on, we move forward, and um, I'm excited to get into next week's topic. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is, but it's also going to be an intense situation going on there. So... Um, tune in again and thank you all for your support. It doesn't go unnoticed. I love you guys dearly. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart until next time. Peace.